Hello, and welcome to the Busy Mom's Guide to Meditation. I'm your host, Molly Rodriguez, and I can't wait to share with you all my tips and tricks to create your own meditation practice and integrate your children into it. So if you're ready, let's get started. This week, we're going to talk about meditation circles or really any sacred circles with your friends. But before we get into this topic, let's take a moment to breathe together and really come into this space. You don't have to close your eyes, but just bring the focus to the breath as you breathe in and out. Okay, just a couple more, and then we will get started. All right. Doing practices like this with your friends, whether you're doing a meditation circle or other type of sacred get-together, is really powerful to bring you all into the same space, create a communal mindset for the circle or ritual, and really connect to yourself, your breath, your body for the event, and also to connect to each other. Women are so powerful on their own, but when you get a group together to work toward a singular goal, the power is unmatched. This is why getting together with the girls is not just powerful. It's so much fun and even better, it boosts our mental health. When we get together and talk about the challenges and wins in our own lives and the lives of your whole family, it brings us together. It gets things off our chest and it fosters a community of support and encouragement. Like what is the downside? There isn't one. By Doing this in a meditative setting, we're connecting on a deeper level. We're healing things together and we have support if we need it. But it can look so many different ways. You can get together and literally sit and meditate, or you could get together for a dance party, and this could be with or without your kids. You could even have dinner together where you all collaborate on cooking and enjoy the meal together or do it potluck style and each bring your own flavor and flair into it. This brings you all into the present moment together and settles you into the same space. It is this type of mindfulness more than anything, but it's still putting you into a certain type of mindset where you're joining in sacred space with others. So some common types of sacred space that I have seen lately, literally all over social media are things like moon circles, 
whether new or full, cacao circles, where you have a period of higher energy, talking, dancing, and lower energy, where you generally enter into a meditation. There are also sound baths, which are, again, meditation-based, and any type of ritual space, which could be anything from ecstatic dance to meditation, deity veneration, I've seen tea circles, and more. And every time I see a circle like this, I love it. Seeing women come together in sacred space is amazing and so powerful. Like we need that community and that connection. And quite frankly, adult conversation is awesome. (laughs) But throughout history, women were seen as powerful. They would be the one that held the community, taking on all of the emotional burdens. And then each month when they would bleed, they would release all of that burden, all of that excess with their blood and they would come out cleansed. This is the idea behind the red tents and women removing themselves from the larger community once a month. It wasn't because it was seen as dirty or something to be done in the shadows away from others, like we've come to believe generally in society. It was a sacred space. That time was revered, and the women who were bleeding were told to rest, to turn inward, and to process everything that they had collected or picked up energetically throughout the month. Childcare and women's duties fell to older children and grandmothers or women who no longer bled. Women who lived in close community together tended to sync cycles, and this is another reason that they would go together into the tent. They each held each other in support and spent those days just taking it slow and resting. They would tell stories and really bond with each other, using that space to heal, to work through things that were bothering them, and to come out better than they went in. Young girls who reached the age of menstruation were then celebrated. It was something to honor, not something to be ashamed of or hate. And cramps and discomfort during this time was few and far between. Our society now is so fast-paced and results-oriented that we have forgotten how to slow down during this time and to honor our bodies and our cycles. But when you do, you tend to have less PMS symptoms. You tend to be able to take this time a lot easier, a lot more comfortably, and it's absolutely amazing to experience. So if you are one of those women who tries to just go, 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 push through it, I really recommend you take a couple months to use that time to slow down, to rest, to turn inward and see what's coming up for you and what you need to release. Because that is what that's for, is for releasing the things that you no longer need. And being with your girlfriends during this time Being able to spend that time coming together in community is amazing, is really, really beneficial. So in looking at the mental health of the community of your friends and the community at large, that is where you are honoring. That is where you are helping the community by processing what they can't. And yes, that sounds like quite the burden, but I promise it is not that fierce. And 
is just one more reason I love seeing women coming together and spreading the message to honor our bodies and our minds and to care for ourselves, to find our pleasure and to slow down when we need to. It's beautiful to see more women every day hearing this message and allowing it to lead her into a better, happier, calmer way of living without shame, stress, and anxieties. It has become so much more of a normalized message to love yourself and to honor yourself with the good and the bad, the light and the dark, and to not shy away from our shadows, to take that as pieces of us that still deserve love and really move forward, use that to spread our story, to become part of our power. And that is so powerful. (laughs) And women are cyclical. Our hormones are cyclical. Our lives are cyclical. Everything happens in cycles. And this ties very closely into next week's topic of the moon. So I don't want to get into it too much here. But in honoring the moon and honoring her cycle, that is the feminine energy, right? And by linking with that energy, you can really get the most out of this cycle, this these periods of higher and lower energy and really use that to your advantage. So I'm super excited to get into the moon and her cycle next next week. And like, we are getting into all the feminine vibes now. I love it. I would just say like, Right now is a really good time to start looking at your relationships to other women. And this could be to your mother, your grandmother, your aunts, your friends, your daughters, sisters, any women in your life. Look at how those relationships are playing out. Look at how those relationships are showing up for you and use that to kind of take temperature of how you are able to connect to other women and take some time to meditate on that, you will start to see how these relationships have kind of shaped you, your life, your relationships. And if you feel called, plan a circle, plan a get together, plan something with the women in your life, the women that you enjoy spending time with and really nurture those relationships because without those friendships, those relationships, we really are not reaching our full potential. Women need to be in community. Women need to be social with each other. And it is amazing what can be achieved if we do that. So super short episode. I'm so sorry, but that is all I have for you today. And I really hope you take the time to go and explore those relationships and really connect to each other and find out about your own relationships and your own relationship to yourself, because that is the most important female relationship you have in your life is the relationship to yourself. And I don't care if you're a man hearing this, we all have a masculine and feminine side. So look at the ties you have to your own feminine side and look at the ties you have to the women in your life. Look at how femininity presents itself, whether in your female relationships or your male relationships. 
Do you guys talk about your emotions? Do you talk about how you feel? I'm not going to get too far into that. In the fact that men and women both have masculine and feminine sides, when you are with your children, when you're talking to your children, notice how you're interacting with them and how they're interacting with each other because you'll see little boys talking about their emotions and their feelings. I know I was making fun of our adult men and sorry for that. If I hurt your feelings, I did not mean to, but men are so trained to not talk about their emotions. And it's a societal issue that they're taught to just kind of shove it down and deal with it. But little boys are so forthcoming with talking about their emotions and how they feel. And it's amazing. And as women, we need to nurture that. We need to tell them that that's a good thing. We need to keep them talking about their emotions because if we don't, they're just going to see from the male example that they don't need to talk about their emotions or they shouldn't. And it's not to say that our men are doing anything wrong. They're just doing how they were taught and what they saw. And it's this kind of cycle. It's a masculine cycle that is perpetuating itself. But really take notice of how your relationship is with your daughters and with your sons and how femininity or the feminine energy is showing up for both of them. So we'll get into the masculine side of the feminine or we'll get into more masculine energy down the line. But I just wanted to kind of bring that up in how you are looking at your relationship with your kids this week and kind of take that temperature within your household and see, you know, what's coming up for you. Catch you next week when we talk about the moon and her cycles. I just want to give a quick shout out to my patron, Misty Rogers. And if you want to support the show too, feel free to head on over to Patreon to Elemental Healing Meditations. We have three tiers, body, mind, and spirit. And it doesn't matter what tier you are in, you will get a shout out too. So head on over there to support the show and I appreciate it.